Hi, welcome to Enter the Bunker, where we launch you into thriving. Each week, we talk about a different virtue that can be used as a building brick to build your own personal bunkers. We share personal stories, as well as tips and tricks to help you thrive instead of survive. So sit down, relax, and enter the bunker. Hello, and welcome to Enter the Bunker, part two of this week's Building Brick, Thoughtfulness. We're going to go over some tips. My name's Kelly. And I'm Jonathan. And we have three tips on how to be more thoughtful. Mm. So the first one is think before you speak. Two, reflect on your days. And three, step away. (laughs) I like the first one, think before you speak. I was told that a lot as a kid. Okay, it should go without saying that one of the best ways to be more thoughtful is to actually use thought. Oh, imagine. (laughs) (laughs) However, it is also one of the most difficult things to master. Sometimes when things are happening quickly or are heated, you can respond too quickly without actually thinking, which often does more harm than good. Always take the time to consider your responses before you make it. Doing this will ensure that you are providing the most thoughtful response you can give. Rushing a response can and often does lead to you not communicating your thought properly and accurately. Sure, there are some instances where you can provide a response without thinking. How do you take your coffee? Just milk, as an example. But for the most part, a little thought before speaking will go a long way. Yeah, don't just blurt. I got, yeah. Are you guilty of blurting? Yes. Really? Well, I, not Maybe not so much because I've learned it. I've practiced it. I learned the hard way. <laughs> but I definitely was a blurter as a kid. Ah. Yeah. I, I got in trouble a lot in school as it for it. Okay. Because I just like would speak without being spoken to, I guess. Mm. <laughs> but I mean, that's not a bad thing. Um, but it was thoughtless. Yes, it was very thoughtless. <laughs> there was no thought. <laughs> so I, I think that this is a very, I think a lot of people can re- relate to this, like think before you speak. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody's heard that phrase before, uh, but we it, never stop to really think what, you know, how do you think before you speak? Right. Right. Yeah. And so in this instance, we're talking about, um, it's essentially slowing down and making sure that whatever you're about to say next is going to, is going to make sense and not inflate, like not make things worse. So an example of this is some, like it goes into like the heated moment. So say you've taken your step back and you you're, this is you thinking I've like gone into my notepad and like wrote out this nasty, nasty note but I'm getting it all out and then I go and I rewrite it because I've take I've got it out. I've taken parts of it and now I've had time to think about what I want to say. So it's not coming out mean. And cause I, f- I feel like you can be mean a lot of the time if, if you're in the heated argument and you don't think before you speak, you say a lot of things that you don't mean. And yeah. And th- there's more on this too, actually. There's, I can't remember the author, but there's, there's some, (laughs) I can't remember his name, sorry, but there's a, a concept that's called nonviolent communication. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of that before? Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's MVC. So MVC is, uh, some, it's sort of a movement that was started by one man who basically looked at how a lot of the, 
and this goes back to think before you speak, a lot of the way we communicate tends to be in a, what he calls a violent manner where we are always like, for example, throwing judgments at other people or we're, or we're talking in a way that disrespects other people. Right. And because of that form of communication, that's what leads to a lot of what you would consider thoughtless types of things being said. Right. But <clears throat> for people who have looked at uh, nonviolent communication, and if you study the methods that are employed in that, where it takes on a lot more empathy and it takes a lot more uh, listening, you know, right. than actually like putting judgments on what whatever someone is saying or what whatever it is that you're you're wanting to say, mm -hmm. then you can actually be really effective at being thoughtful in in what you say. Um, so for example, uh, so if you are talking to somebody. Uh, Somebody, somebody, oftentimes when people are communicating with each other, they are throwing out, uh, they'll throw out like uh, judgments rather than actually saying what they really mean. Right. Right. Yeah. And he, he uses the example, like I- Is this it, all, do, they, do people do this as a defense thing? It's, it's not a defense thing. It's just the way we've been taught. Okay. In how we communicate, right? right. So. He uses an example of like this married couple. Yeah. I, I can, I, and I remember this story because this married couple, uh, basically uh, the husband doesn't let the wife actually drive the car yeah. because of something, or no, doesn't let her manage the finances right. because of something that happened years ago. <laughs> you know, he just decided you're not going to handle money anymore. I'm going to. Yeah. And so she took this and started to say like, you know, he, he treats me like he doesn't trust me and says, and says all these things. And it's like, he just, and then she would start saying like, he hates me having money. He hates me. You know, and so he's saying like, you know, she, he doesn't hate her. Right. And, and for him, in his mind, he's just like, I'm protecting the family from what I perceive as a potential, like something that could ruin us. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you can take some empathy and see like, okay, well, no, he's actually trying to protect the family, but then you're taking it as something else. Yeah. They're, but then the way that they communicate with each other, they're not getting to that answer. They're throwing, yeah, they're throwing stuff at each other. So it's like, think of it like throwing bombs at each other all the yeah. time. All the time. So when, you know, there's explosion on your side, so you throw a bomb back and it just goes back and forth, right? Mm -hmm. And if you can get to a point where you, you really get down to just like actually talking about your feelings is mm -hmm. what he gets to. Yeah. Like actually talking in a feeling way. Yeah. Then there can be some real like thoughtful discussion yeah. on what's going on mm -hmm. right so nonviolent communication something to look into it's a whole it's a whole big thing it's not enough for us to get into here maybe we'll do a whole show on it one day but it's it's something that allows you to be very effective at thinking before you speak okay yeah good to know i'm curious i might go look into it myself um okay reflect on your days is number two if you take the time to reflect on your day by definition you're becoming more thoughtful Taking the time to reflect on what you did throughout the day and how it made you feel will train you to give thought to even the most mundane occurrences of your day. Maintaining a nightly journal is an excellent way to accomplish this. You can also take time to reflect on your day with your friends, family, or spouse. Just make sure you give equal time for them to reflect on their day to you as well. Ooh, that's important. Um... So I actually have a friend that her and I have been talking on the phone at pretty well every evening or at least sometime throughout the day. And it's really, I like she's even said it, it's really taken a lot of like stress off our 
off our days because we're having each other to confide in. Like she talks to me about how her work is, her work's stressful work. And I talked to her about how my day is. And it's, it started off because we were both really stressed, but now we just talk about the fun stuff throughout the day now too. Like that's how it started as we were just talking because one of us was both were stressed at the time anyways. And now we've just like kept it up and every day we reflect and it's, I think, I know it's helped me tremendously and she's expressed that it's even helped her. So I can say that reflecting on your day, I'm not a journal type of girl and I don't know about other people, but talking to somebody definitely helps. I think. Yeah, that's a really good practice. That's one way to do it. And I know sometimes what really got me here too is just make sure to give the equal time to reflect on their day to you as well. I know sometimes I've got off the phone and I'm like, oh my God, I just went on a huge tangent and I didn't even ask her how her day was. <laughs> and I, but I thought of it after the fact. So then I either make sure I make a phone call later to ask how the day was, or I send out a text message and be like, oh my God, it was all about me. I'm so sorry. Like we'll make the next one all about you, something. But I do reflect that I was like, oh my gosh, it was just me that talked this time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good way to do it. And yeah. you could do it in writing if you don't have somebody to talk to. Exactly. And there's, yeah, or... For me personally, I would just do it in my head. Yeah. You know, I just like to kind of uh, just, especially if you're going to do it at the end of the night, mm -hmm. um, specifically at the end of the night, it's actually a really good way because uh, that allows you to sort of process it in your sleep. Yes. I like to- I know what you mean by this. I, I like to be able to take everything. And it's just it's sort of like, um, uh, it, it's sort of like taking whatever it is and just like, okay, I'm just going to process all this and then I'm just going to leave it to my subconscious to process it overnight. And then the next morning I'm going to have the answers. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. it's going to all like be laid out so I can have a thoughtful like response to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is why every morning when I come in here, you'll hear me be like, yeah, last, you know, I, I had this thought and it's yeah. like first thing in the morning. Right. And it's just like, yeah, this morning I started thinking about this. It's like, yeah. it all starts coming to me in the morning because yeah. I pack it all up to get at processed night. at night while yeah. I'm sleeping. <laughs> I like that. Kind of reminds me of like when you would be studying back in the day and people are like, record it all on a cassette and then play it while you're sleeping and then your brain will like memorize it. Yeah, that's like... I never tried it, but stuff, I like yeah. remember seeing people and or talking about it or something. Yeah, I remember playing with that kind of stuff when I was younger, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, number three is step away. When you have a big... When you have to make a big decision, it is always wise to take your time making it. Thoughtful consideration of the pros and cons of your decision will help you come to the right one. Sometimes you may have a strong inclination to go with one, one way or the other, but without having a thoughtful reflection on the ramifications of your decision, you may end up making some very wrong decisions. If you have the time, run your thoughts by them. They may have a different perspective than you do, which will allow you to see something you might not have otherwise. But speaking of time, be careful not to take too much time. Sometimes that will lead to the decision being made for you, and it might not be the and it might not be in the direction you'd want. Yeah. But like, how do you know how long you have? I guess you'd know in the moment. When it comes to, I mean, <clears throat> sorry. So when it comes to big decisions, yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm a fan of this. Like basically step away. You are. Take the time. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't mean that you don't care. <laughs> it means that you you know that this is something that you just need to step away from and allow for the answer to come to you in a way that has thought to it. Oh, that's right? so hard sometimes. Sometimes it is, it is. I have and a hard time stepping away. Yeah. Yeah. I guess another another thing you could do um, to step away is sort of like 
and this is a trick that um, uh, people, I, I've seen people like wear bracelets. Yeah. And they would say WWJS. Yeah. And what does that mean? I don't know. Or sorry, WWJD, right? Sorry. What would Jesus do? Okay. Okay. Right? Yeah. So that's a way to step away. Uh, because if you're, if you're in a situation and you're just kind of, and, and you don't know what to do, uh, then it's just kind of like, you look at your bracelet and you're just like, what would Jesus do? So that's a way from stepping away from yourself right. to be like, okay, what would, what would Jesus do in, in this kind of situation? And yeah. that helps you to kind of guide you away from where your immediate thoughts might be to being, well, what would, you know, the son of God do in yeah. this kind of scenario? Um, and of course, you know, Jesus was very good at being thoughtful uh, mm -hmm. in terms of like being empathetic and showing kindness and, and things like this. So it's very, it's a very good uh, tip for um, a method of, of actually uh, getting yourself out of your own head and, and then allowing yourself to take that time. Right. And it kind of goes in here too. It says, um, crap, where was it? Something about pros and cons. Oh, like do the pros and cons that you might have a strong inclination to go one way or the other. But what if like, what is it called? Like your, your intuition. Like what if that just is like stronger than your thoughts? Is that possible? Yeah. And I, I, I tend to. Because I tend to go with that, I think more so than. That is a good. I, I believe that that is better. Usually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your intuition is. My thoughts sometimes aren't always good. <laughs> yeah. Your thoughts and can they take over. Yeah. And, and in those kind of situations where it's sort of like your intuition is, is battling with your thoughts, mm -hmm. you should probably listen to your intuition. Yeah. Uh, it's nine times out of 10. There's, it means that there's something else that sort of has like a sixth sense to it, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, it, it could be like, it's not just what, what you're thinking, but there's like other, other processes that are happening. And there's this other part of you that's like, you know what, this, there's these other signals that are coming in that are, it's like my spidey senses yeah. are tingling sort yeah. of thing, right? And so you have to, if you, if you ignore those, what, ha what, is, the, what is always the case? You, you, you ignore them and then later on you're just like, I, I knew, knew it. it. <laughs> it's just like, I knew it, I knew it. And it's like, but yeah. I thought this instead and I thought I'd do this and, yeah. and that's what happens, yeah. right? Every so, time. So it's most of the time you want to listen to your intuition and it takes a leap of faith to it do does. that, right? Yeah, because yeah. you're just like, because it doesn't, it's not logical. You're just like, no, I don't really, I can't understand the reasons for this, mm -hmm. but I just got this feeling I got to do this, you know? And then for a lot of people, it's hard to do that because it is a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I would just do it. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's better. Yeah. It, the odds are in your favor when you do that yeah. usually. So true, true. All right. So that's thoughtfulness for this week. Next week, you can join us with Fidelity. All right. We'll see, we'll see you there. We'll see you there. Thank you for listening to Enter the Bunker. Make sure to follow us on Instagram where you can share your story and also look at behind the scenes of how we make our podcast. You can watch the video version of this podcast on YouTube by simply searching Enter the Bunker. Tune in next time as we launch into thriving. Thriving.